It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Todd Helton is Cooperstown bound. It's about time, right? The VFL gets the call. What's this mean for the program and how cool of an accomplishment is this? That and more here on this bonus edition of Locked On Balls. You are Locked On Balls, your daily podcast on the Tennessee Volunteers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's up, everybody? Good Tuesday evening. Wanted to get in here and talk about Todd Helton for a little bit as it was just official. The VFL is Cooperstown bound. Cooperstown bound. Say that 10 times fast. Uh, it's going to be a shorter little segment, about probably 10 minutes or so, but wanted to react to this because I just think it's really, really cool, man. I mean, I, you know, I grew up in East Tennessee, and um, you know, I cover now the Tennessee baseball team, and so obviously I've grown up and I knew – of Todd Helton. I watched Todd Helton's professional baseball career for 17 seasons in Denver. I watched him become one of the greatest baseball players ever. I watched him become one of the greatest Rockies ever. And I kind of got to see his professional baseball career unfold, you know, before my eyes. I, I was young. He was at Tennessee from uh, 1992 to 94, 95, 95. Um, I was young. I don't remember him at Tennessee. Okay. I was born in 93. But I certainly know who Todd Helton is. But, you know, I cover Tennessee football and I cover, you know, all things Tennessee. But I'm the beat reporter for VolQuest.com for the Tennessee baseball team. And, you know, being around the program the last couple of years and obviously learning, and, and I knew a lot of it going in because, again, I'm from East Tennessee, but learning more about the history of, of Tennessee baseball. And, of course, Todd Helton is one of the first names that's always out of anybody's mouths. And um, over the course of the next couple of minutes, I want to talk about some of the stories from people I've been speaking to. Really this week, preparing for that Hall of Fame announcement that came in on Tuesday evening. And then, of course, we'll get into some of his accomplishments, both in the collegiate game and uh, professionally, that got him to Cooperstown um, here on Lockdown Balls. Appreciate you guys for being here, making Lockdown Balls your first listen. I think the biggest thing that I've heard the last couple of days, and, and again, kind of preparing, you know, having a story ahead of time, talking with some people and all that, is the competitiveness of Todd Helton really just kind of jumped off the charts. And, you know, if you're a Hall of Fame, and I know people make the jokes now, like this really the Hall of Very Good for, you know, baseball nowadays, and maybe some of that can be true. But if you're a Hall of Famer, and you are the elite of the elitist. You're the less than one percenters, right? Something's got to be different inside you. You got to tick just a little bit differently. And but for a lot of those guys, it's the competitiveness saying that, hey, I'm the alpha male. I'm the best there ever was. No one here is, c comes close to me. You know what I'm saying? And and, and speaking with people this week and, and you know throughout his Tennessee career in Knoxville, having grown up and played at, at Central High School, he was a Bobcat as well, two-sport athlete. You knew that Todd Helton played quarterback at Tennessee as well. Um, you know, started some games and everything, and he was there when Peyton Manning was there. And and some others, but um, you know, on the baseball field, he was an elite hitter at the collegiate game, but he was a great pitcher and he couldn't always go the distance. He couldn't always, you know, give you over a hundred innings a season at the collegiate level, but he'd be sitting over there at first base and he would just be biding his time, looking at the dugout, looking at the dugout saying, all right, let me come in here and close this thing out. <laughs> let me come in here and let me, let me take the ball and, and let's go win this thing. 
Um, I had heard, you know, when I was actually in Omaha this past year and I was doing kind of a feature story about the last time Tennessee won a game and it had been so long, but you know, previously it was 2002 in case you're wondering before this past summer, but previously they, they, they won a game in 95 and it was game one of, uh, of the college world series and Todd Helton essentially went into the coach's office and demanded the baseball saying, Hey, the moment may be too big for everybody else. It's not for me. Give me the, give me the baseball Went the distance against the tigers. I think he allowed two runs, struck out nine. I mean, he was incredible. And, of course, he was incredible at the bat. 1995, he was that was the 95 season in Omaha that I'm referencing. But in 95, he was the SEC and National Player of the Year, um, which is just really, really good. And, of course, we always hear about how the, the, the bat just sounds different off the bat. The ball just sounds different off the bat of, of some of these guys. And, and having conversations this week with people who were around here and, and watched Todd Helton when he was at Tennessee and uh, covered Todd Helton when he was at Tennessee and all that. It just said it was always unmistakable that it was it was Todd Helton when he was in the cages or he was out on the field taking BP or whatever the case may be. So I thought that was really, really cool. Um, you know, again, it's an East Tennessee guy, went to Central High School, played at the University of Tennessee, was drafted by the Colorado Rockies, played all 17 seasons in Colorado, and on his sixth year on the ballot, gets over the 75% plateau, and he is Cooperstown bound. That is Todd Helton, and I just think that's really, really, really cool. What were some of those accomplishments that led him to get the call to the Hall of Fame? I'll tell you here in just a moment. All that and more is coming up as we continue to celebrate Todd Helton's Hall of Fame bid right here on Locked on Balls. I want to take a quick second to tell you about our friends over at FanDuel Sportsbook. It is America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you got the college, or excuse me, you got NFL Championship Weekend. That's coming up this weekend. NFC Championship, AFC Championship, and it's no better time to put some coin in your pocket than right now over at FanDuel Sportsbook because you're about to run out of season. There's only a total three football games left because we're not counting the Pro Bowl. College football's done, and so you can go put some coin in your pocket and win some uh, win some dough over there at FanDuel Sportsbook. It's America's number one sportsbook. New customers can get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place just a $5 money line bet. All you got to do is go to FanDuel.com, put in that promo code locked on. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Totals, spreads, parlays, all that and more on the safe, secure, easy to use app. It's at FanDuel. Download that app today. Go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, it's the, it's the official partner of the NFL. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. So again, sixth year on the ballot, and Todd Helton finally gets the call. In 2023, Todd Helton picked up 72.2% of votes of the 75% needed to get over that plateau. And so he just missed out last year. Um, and his percentages continue to go up. His first year on the ballot in 2019, he was at 16.5%. In 2020, he was 29.2%. 2021, 
2021, 44.9%. In 2022, he was at 52%. And then in 2023, 72.2% leading into this year when he finally got over that 75%. Players have 10 years to be on the ballot, and it's one of the biggest annoying things in all of sports, right? The uh, the, the Baseball's Riders Association, um, there's so much pride in that. And, and, you know, it's like, oh, you're a Hall of Famer. But you're not a first ballot Hall of Famer. I'm going to wait to give you my vote on your seventh year on the ballot. It's the stupidest argument in sports. It's one of the stupidest things, in my opinion. If you're a Hall of Famer, you're a Hall of Famer. Why delay the process? Whether it's first ballot, fourth ballot, tenth ballot, it's annoying. You only get ten ten tries at it, uh, unless you know later on they can put you in, um, you know, from another committee. But anyway, you can see his percentages continue to go up. He just missed it last year, and then finally gets it this year. As, as mentioned in segment number one, there. That 95 series was incredible for him and and the College World Series bound Tennessee Volunteers. He was the Southeastern Conference Player of the Year. He was the National Player of the Year in 95. He was a three-time All-American while at Tennessee. Um, I mentioned the game that he pitched against, uh, you know, Clemson in the College World Series where Tennessee won 3-1. to Um, He played quarterback for Tennessee. He kind of did it all. He, uh, this is probably my favorite stat about this whole thing. After Todd Helton getting into Cooperstown, he joins Frank Thomas as the only players in Southeastern Conference history to get the call to Cooperstown. Uh, think of all the great players that have come from the Southeastern Conference. It is, I mean, D1 Baseball just put out their preseason top 25 last week. Tennessee comes in at number nine. That's sixth best in the SEC. It just means more, right? In football, in women's basketball, in men's basketball a little bit, in track and field. Softball and baseball, for sure, it just means more. Think about all the great players throughout the history of baseball in the Southeastern Conference, and now only two players. Todd Helton joins Frank Thomas of Auburn as the only two players to get the call to Cooperstown. That is just mind-blowing to me. But nonetheless, it was a great, great career for Todd Helton. 17 seasons, first baseman for the Colorado Rockies, a career 316 hitter in the box, 369 home runs, 1,406 RBI. He scored 1,401 runs. He tallied his slugging percentage of 539, an on-base percentage of 414, an OPS, which is on-base plus slugging, of 953. He racked up 2,519 hits. Um, I love baseball because it's all about numbers. Um, and Oh, what's that What's that movie oh, where... Uh, Kevin Costner says, in baseball, we count everything. Um, Love of the game, I think. He's like, in baseball, we count everything. That's so true because in baseball, it's all about the numbers. And I just threw a ton of numbers out at you. And I understand that. If you're not a baseball fan, it might just kind of be going over your head. But that is all so impressive. There was a 10-year stretch in Todd Helton's career where he hit 300 at the plate, where he averaged 30 home runs, where he averaged 108 RBI. And he never finished higher than fifth in the National League and MVP voting. And I think part of that had to do with he played right smack dab in the middle of the steroid era, and he played a course field. And, you know, people say it's easy to hit a course field and all that, but Todd Helton was just a hitter. He was just a slugger, and he would hit anywhere he played. He just so happened to play a course field. He just so happened to play 17 seasons with the Rockies. But Hall of Famer never finished higher than fifth in National League MVP voting because, again, he played right in the middle of course field and the steroid era. He won three gold gloves, four silver sluggers. He was the five-time All-Star. He was the NL batting title champion, which means he had the highest average in the National League. 
with 372 in the year 2000. He was the NL Hank Aaron Award winner in 2000. In 2000, he led all Major League Baseball in average, hits, doubles, RBI, OPP, slugging, OPS, and total bases. And war, you baseball people know what I'm talking about, wins above replacement. It's something that's super highly valued nowadays, right? You know, 10, 15 years ago, it wasn't. Now it's all about what that war was, wins above replacement. That same season in 2000, the first baseman, that being Todd Helton, led the National League with an 8.9 wins above replacement war. It's, it's pretty stellar. And in 2007, when the, when the Rockies played the Red Sox, lost, but played the Red Sox in the, uh, in the, in the uh, World Series, Helton hit 320 that season, 320 in that season. Um, he holds franchise records for call, for the for the Rockies and games played at 2,247 hits, 2,519 runs, 1,401 home runs, 368 RBI up 1406. Um, he becomes the second Rockies player ever inducted into the National Baseball Hall of Fame, joining Larry Walker former designated hitter. He was in the class of 2000. He retired in 2013, again, played 17 seasons. I mentioned he went to Central High School. He was a Gatorade Player of the Year in Tennessee in 1992 in both football and baseball. God just did it all. Um, certainly very, very deserving. He was His jersey number was retired. The number three jersey number was retired at Tennessee back in 2018. Um, he's a big reason why there's some, you know, revamping and, and, you know, updating Lindsey Nelson stadium. He was at the ribbon cutting ceremony a couple weeks ago. Uh, this is really, really cool. I know we don't talk much baseball. I cover baseball. I love baseball. I'm a baseball nut, but this is really, really cool. That's why I wanted to do kind of a separate video. Todd Helton elected to the national baseball hall of fame, becoming only the second player from the Southeastern conference ever to accomplish that feat ever. Just incredible. And what makes it super, super cool. He's a local kid from Central High School. Congratulations, Todd Helton. Job well done. Your competitiveness was inspiring to watch at the professional level. It was inspiring to hear about when you were here at Tennessee. And now you're one of the greatest ever, right? You've reached the uh, the pinnacle of any baseball player's career and going to Cooperstown. So I wanted to share my thoughts. I thought it was really, really cool. Tennessee baseball coming up here in just a few weeks. And uh, we'll talk a little bit of baseball here on the podcast. I had to get this out here for Todd Helton. All right, coming up tomorrow on the show, we're going to do a stock report on every single position group for Tennessee football and compare it to that of the 2023 season plus Ford Wednesday. That's coming up tomorrow morning here on Lockdown Balls. Until then, guys, enjoy the rest of your Tuesday night. This is Lockdown Balls. tournament is almost here and listening to locked on college basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket so don't wait find locked on college basketball on youtube or wherever you get your podcasts part of the locked on podcast network your team every day